Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists in Cedar Falls, Iowa, and I'm your host, Kat Bean Hansen. Welcome. We're glad you're here. This week's message was originally given on December 6th, 2020. Pastor Emma Peterson delivers a message on saying goodbye to the year 2020. It's called A Very Pandemic Christmas. Good morning! On this 6th of December, the second Sunday of Advent, and the nearing close of the year. Winter is truly settling in around us now. The cold has crept in, the air is sharp, and we are staring down the barrel of a long pandemic winter. We are also blessedly coming to the close of the year. I'm offering a kind of year-end's message this morning, in part because this is my last Sunday preaching for you in December. In January, the first month of 2021, I will be on study leave throughout the month. I'll return in February, right around the time when winter is is at its worst and we are all at our wit's end, to see you through to the coming spring. We will see each other on Christmas Eve, but that's a different kind of service in itself. The Christmas worship team has been working on our 2020 virtual Christmas service since October, and I do hope that you will join us Christmas Eve at 5.30 p.m. on Zoom. So if I'm going to offer any sort of year-end reflection Uh, this is the time for me to do so. I'll be honest, I've uh, resisted doing much reflection as this year has moved through. I've resisted mostly, as you heard in Jess's song, because this has been a historically terrible year. And I think possibly, like many of you, as a tactic of survival, I've put myself into sort of a numbed out state so I can get through the days and the months. Strangely, and I knew this, I know that this is true for me, and I think it's true for many of us, my world has gotten very, very small. I see um, almost nobody beyond my partner and and the uh, very small pod that I mentioned. And at the same time, I also feel more aware of and more impacted by the global events of this last year than I ever have. We are, as a collective, literally experiencing an extinction event. At the time of this writing, the United States has lost 279 thousand lives to COVID. That number is so large um, that it is challenging to remember 
that all 279,000 are, are people, are individuals who led lives and who are now gone because of this virus. Our world leaders are warning us again and again to expect a bleak winter. And beyond the death and the illness, we're also experiencing a kind of cultural reckoning. We're bearing witness to the disregard our neighbors have for our collective health. And in Iowa in particular, we are enduring a pandemic without resources and support from our state government. Individualism is the helpmate of the pandemic, and it leaves those of us who are doing what we can to protect the collective feeling angry, sometimes even enraged. And at times, like we ourselves are the ones who are actually losing touch with reality. I cannot describe the feeling that I have whenever I drive by a packed restaurant parking lot, especially after I've just waited in a contactless grocery pickup line. This year has magnified some of the worst aspects of both human nature and human experience, namely isolation, fear, and uncertainty. Now, in years past, it has struck me as odd that we celebrate the coming of the new year in the smack dab middle of winter. But this year, in the thick of the worst of what the seasons have to offer, I am more than ready for some kind of big symbolic turning of the page. I am so ready to shred my calendar, wash my hands, and burn up this year. I am ready for the new thing. I am ready, as millions of us are, to put 2020 in my rearview mirror. I am not deluding myself. I recognize that January 1st of 2021 doesn't mean that anything will be magically improved, but I am a person who is moved and grounded in ritual. And so I am welcoming the coming year with relief and deep joy. This year has been the longest year I and many of us have ever experienced. Time is moving both incredibly slow and very, very fast. You would be hard pressed to convince me that it is not March 452nd, but also that it is not, that 2020 has not in fact lasted only a couple of weeks and about five years. My whole sense of time has been um, truly destroyed uh, during these last 10 months. But to recap, here's an abbreviated list of uh, the dumpster fire of events that was 2020. This year began with Australia on fire. By mid-January, 47 million acres of the country's bushland had burned, 
healing millions and millions of animals, some species to extinction, destroying habitat and displaying, displacing thousands of people. On January 8th, Prince Harry and the Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, left the royal family. And if you, like me, have recently begun binge-watching The Crown on Netflix, you know and are aware that such a move is actually, in fact, a pretty major deal. 2020 marked the deaths of not just the 279,000 people uh, in this country, but also the deaths of Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the civil rights leader and public statement, statesman John Lewis, Jeopardy host Alec Trebek, actors Sean Connery and Chadwick Bosman, Eddie Van, Helen, Eddie Van Halen, Regis Philman, Little Richard, actress Naya Rivera, and my favorite musician of all time, John Prine died of COVID-19, among many, many others. This summer saw protests for racial justice spread across the nation after the police murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmed Arbery. I wanna repeat that so my language is clear and precise. Protests for civil rights and racial justice spread across this country following the murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmed Arbery at the hands of police. 2020 also included uh, historic California wildfires, uh, incredibly important presidential election, economic devastation, and literal murder hornets. Oh, also uh, a global pandemic. Goodbye and good riddance 2020. I am, as we are meant to do in Advent, waiting and preparing. The energy many of us seem to be putting into decking the halls this year is truly extraordinary. 2020, try as hard as it might, cannot rob us of our joy. Some of us had our Christmas trees up by October, no apologies, because in your face, 2020, if Advent is the season of preparation, of anticipation, we are all more than ready to throw ourselves into that. As I said in my Thanksgiving sermon, if it brings you comfort, do it. If it brings you joy, enjoy it. They say that love came down at Christmas, and so I'll be prepared. I will be preparing to welcome love. This year, the world has broken my heart, but we are called to love it still. So string up your lights and stoke the fire and tell everyone you care about that you care about them. Tis the season indeed. And so, now that we have acknowledged again that 2020 was a dumpster fire of a year, we can meander our way back to gratitude. We decided to move our services and all UU activities to a virtual space in mid-March. We had no way of knowing for how long we would endure this distance. I remain 
incredibly proud of our church leadership who made hard decisions quickly and who continue to evaluate the needs of our congregation as we move through COVID times. I want to thank our paid staff this year, Jessica Lieb, our music director, who has adjusted to uh, delivering music for us on Zoom. I'll tell you what, there was a learning curve like nobody's business, and we are so blessed that we get to hear her music and connect through our most loved and familiar hymns. I want to thank Kat, our incredible office manager. I don't think that any of us, including myself, understand the depths and the breadth of the things that she does to make this congregation look good. Cat glues the CVUU together. It is true, as Jess has just said. I am also so proud of, in love with, and impressed by this congregation. When I arrived here two and a half years ago, we, like many, many churches, were far beyond, far behind in tech. We struggled to understand the different tech tools that could connect us, and we have traveled this steep learning curve remarkably well. I am sure that there are many of you who could have not imagined that you would be capable of navigating something as technical and challenging as a Zoom service. We have flung ourselves into the 21st century and we have remained committed and connected to each other through it all. I'm grateful too that by the time we moved to virtual church life, I'd spent two years as your minister. We've spent two years building our relationship rejuvenating the CVUU, and securing a foundation strong enough to get us through this. At this point, 10 months of virtual life have passed. We don't know how long this will go on for. We don't know what's coming next. But there is hope on the horizon. A vaccine appears imminent, and while I recognize that it will likely come with unpleasant side effects, I for one cannot wait to get vaccinated, and not just to protect myself, but to protect others. I for one also plan to continue to wear a mask in my day-to-day -day life, especially if I am ill, especially if I am caring for someone who is. Never again will I step into a grocery store or a public space of any kind if I have the sniffles without a mask over my face. We have new tools and new information, not just for fighting COVID-19, but for how to protect everyone's overall health. We don't know how long this will go on for. We don't know what's coming next but I am more confident and assured of our collective ability to endure and survive whatever it is than I have ever been before. And I think 
that a lot of that hope and a lot of that encouragement and a lot of my belief in the collective comes directly from my relationships at the CVUU. Church to me is vital because it teaches us how to live collectively, how to move beyond our own individual desires and needs and to work and sustain for the good of the whole. And this has also been, in a lot of ways, a deeply good year for me personally, which is strange but true. In fact, I think that I can honestly say that this year for me has been one of the most stable, secure, and love-filled years of my life. And I thank God every day for that. One of my deepest reflections over this last 10 months have, have been that if I were at any other point in my life, any other point, if this had happened at any other time, I would have been in a much more difficult and painful life circumstance than I am now. And as I mentioned uh, during joys uh, and sorrows and gratitudes this year, one year ago today, actually, I went on a date with an incredibly cute, gentle, and thoughtful person. The timing could not have been more perfect. By the time the pandemic struck, we were committed enough to take the step of moving in together. I remember the concerned phone calls from parishioners at the beginning of March uh, because their very extroverted pastor was living alone with, a, with only my dog and my Netflix account to keep me company. And after Skylar made the move, um, I remember the next round of calls that followed. Many of you said you felt relieved because I no longer had to endure the reality we were living in alone. I cannot imagine how I could have gotten through this year if it weren't for the relationships I've formed within this congregation, with my beloved, if I didn't have my home and my chosen queer family. The year's end is the perfect time to both say good riddance to the bad and to express deep, deep thanks for the good that got you through. None of us expected 2020. And if anything, that's part of the lesson. We can never truly know what's coming. All we can do is prepare as best we can by knowing ourselves deeply, our skills, our strengths, and yes, our weaknesses, by forming and sustaining strong relationships, by focusing on what is truly most important in our lives our physical and emotional health, our families and our closest friends, and our wider communities. I cannot tell you what is coming in 2021. I am hopeful, but the future remains unknown. We won't know until it's happening, and we may not know for a long time after how the events we've endured have truly impacted us. But there is one thing I do know about us, the Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalist. 
I know that this community is strong, that the people who make it up are filled with love and concern for this collective. No matter what happens in 2021, the CVUU is here for it. We are better together. We exist beyond the walls of church and we are going to make it through. And so I give a resounding and enthusiastic goodbye and good riddance to 2020. Welcome 2021 and bring it on. Amen and blessed be. I love you all so very, very much. This has been the Sunday Messages podcast from Cedar Valley Unitarian Universalists. The music is by Nathan Moore. If you want to learn more about the CVUU, visit our website at www.cedarvalleyuu.org. And you can also find us on Facebook or Instagram at Cedar Valley UU. We welcome visitors to attend our online services on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Central Time. If you'd like to learn more about joining us for a service, send us an email at cvuupodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.